This is Call to Mind, a podcast series from the University of Victoria. Audio stories of love and memory loss. Sounds good. My name is Margie Noonan, and I'm 80 years old, and I'm speaking with my husband, Brian, and I'm recording this interview in Victoria, where we live at our home. So, how does the um, banjo ukulele fit into your life? (laughs) I I don't use music, I, I just have it in my brain. And if people can get music into their brain, then that, I think, is a, is a, a wonderful thing to have if you have dementia, as, as I do. Hello, I'm Deborah Sheets, a professor of nursing and host of Call to Mind. In this series, people living with dementia record audio diaries and conversations about their lives during the pandemic. Brian has been singing since he was an altar boy. Lucky for him, he's got a musical family, some who live right upstairs. Brian tells his wife, Margie, his secrets for finding happiness and why playing music and singing in a choir is a better team sport than football. Swing low, sweet chariot, arm for to carry me I'm a little bit uh, long on the tooth these days because I'm 83 years, is it 83? 83 years old. And I have a little trouble speaking, um, but uh, sometimes I can make sensible noises and and I I try my best anyway. But anyway, Margie and I have had a wonderful marriage. It's been, it's gone on for 60 some years, isn't it? 60 years this summer. Oh, 60 years, yeah. yeah. And it's been wonderful. I fell absolutely in love with Margie for the first time I ever saw her, and that was 60 years ago. But we've had a wonderful marriage, and we, we plan on having at least another 40 or 50 years. It, uh, <laughs> at least I'd, I'd like that. I went and stupidly played football in the university and all the rest of it, and, and uh, so I have trouble speaking because I've got concussions and stuff like that that you get when you play football. Anyway, I'll pass it back to Margie. Well, I looked over Jordan and what did I see? Come for to carry me home. A band of angels coming after me. Come for to carry me home. So a little bit about our family. Um, we're very fortunate to have four wonderful daughters and three of them actually live here in Victoria. One of them, one family lives above us. We share the same house, and that is great. The other other two live in a house about seven minutes walk away. So we see the three families quite a bit. And um, our fourth daughter lives in California. So we do also have 15 grandchildren. And we're very lucky to have 
two great granddaughters. One of them we just met for the first time yesterday. But they are really incredible little girls. So that's a little bit about us. Uh, we're both retired, of course. Brian practiced law for maybe 40 years. I don't know, so. I've forgotten. <laughs> and I uh, was a teacher. I taught mainly, I would say, most of my years in the areas of learning assistance and special education. Did you turn it off? Lost it. Maybe it never ever recorded. <laughs> God, after all of that. Yeah. Oh, maybe it is still playing. I'm going to turn it off now. We're going to do a little recording now. Uh, our daughter Linda's over. She comes over every Wednesday morning, which is wonderful for... Sure is wonderful. ...for Brian and I. She's got a great big guitar in there. <laughs> Uh, so she brings her harp over with her, and we just sing along a few songs, however it goes. Can we start with Danny Boy? Okay. Oh. coping with dementia, how would you say, what are the things you like to do now in your daily life that maybe weren't part of your daily life at one time? Well, I, <clears throat> I got advice from people telling me that, that uh, riding a bicycle is always a good thing to do. You have to keep upright and, and things like that. The other thing is uh, learning a uh, a musical instrument, and, and I had played a piano and done things like that before, but um, and now I have this, what's it called? Banjo, Banjo ukulele. ukulele, and I've been hammering away on that since August, and, uh, and I, I think I can make some intelligent noises on it, and I, actually I can, I can play the banjo ukulele better than I can talk. And, uh, <laughs> So it's, it's, it's one, doing one thing for us anyway. So that was certainly something new that you learned, wasn't it? Yes, it that was. That you have found to be very, very helpful. In fact, I think you told me once, if you didn't sort of play the banjo ukulele first thing in the morning for a while, um, you just felt that you weren't yourself, that I you really yes. think it's important. And so I get up and I wake everybody up by <laughs> playing the banjo ukulele and and everybody really loves to be woken up that way. Isn't that <laughs> right? It's a very pleasant sound coming very up. Pleasant, yes, yes, you yes. can never really go wrong. That's This is our upstairs uh, uh, daughter. daughter, and she is upstairs and she really appreciates it. And she appreciates this banjo ukulele so much that she went out and her got one or did it. Well, no, oh, my mother <laughs> gave me her ukulele, so I've been learning how to play on that. And Dad has actually helped me out a lot in yeah. learning. I'm not quite there yet, but... Um, but she's very, very uh, musical, and she loves playing different things. And, and so she she's helping us out. And so there's, there's Kathy and me... And then, of course, Linda comes over with oh, the harp. Oh, and Linda comes over so, with the harp. So we've got a fairly musical family, which yeah. has really been a very supportive thing. 
So yeah. what do you want to play now? Do you want to do swing low or yeah, do you want to do whiff and hoof or what do you want to do? Whiff and hoofs. Oh, whiff and hoof. Okay. So just, yeah. Whiff and booth comes out of the universities. Every university you go to, it's always the whiff and poof song sung by somebody. So it's an old favorite of it's yours from favorite. many years ago. Initially out yeah. of Yale University in the States. Yeah, that's true. hundred yeah. years old. To the tables down in Mari's, to the place where Louis dwells, to the dear old temple bar we love so well. Sing the whiff and poofs assemble with their glasses raised on high, and the magic of their singing casts a spell. Yes, the magic. Does playing the banjo or singing? How do you feel about that? Oh, I, I feel really, really good, and I don't, I don't come out and start singing and, instead of talking, but I just tell them. I say, you know, and, and it depends how close I am to the person. And, yeah. And uh, okay, but just in day to day life, when you're not the only one around, is me. Do you like playing the banjo ukulele? Oh yes, I do. Yeah. I, and I just, how does it make you it very feel? Very comfortting, and it makes me feel confident. Yeah, yeah. For that, for that one ability, and I, I, I think I'm pretty damn good too as the playing the banjo. Yeah. Maybe you wouldn't agree. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think you're great. <laughs> <laughs> I know I can't do it. That's for sure. I'm just looking at him sitting on the couch beside Kathy. We have our dog, Che. And what's your role with Che, would you say, che, Brian? Che is, a, he's named after Che Guevara. And uh, what's my role with Che? Yeah. Yeah, we, we took Che from... Uh, um, Cuba. Cuba. And he was a street dog in Cuba. Uh, we were allowed to take him home, and we did take him home. We've had him for seven I think years. six, yeah, yeah, six or seven six, years. Seven That's years. right. Yeah. He's, a, he's been a great little dog, aren't you? Yeah, aren't you, Chi? Yeah, good boy. Yeah. And Brian basically um, feeds him, you know, gets yeah. him dinner. Uh, <clears throat> that's his responsibility, and that's uh, been wonderful for me, too. Anyway, we've always had dogs, because I've been crazy about dogs, so I can talk to dogs more than I can talk to anybody else. And uh, and uh, I think dogs, they, they understand that, that uh, I don't uh, make real sense to them. But, but anyway, they, they, uh, they can read me. Brian, um, we're going to do another recording today. Are you ready for that? Um, well, I guess so, yes. <laughs> we know that it's important for you to speak about your experience with memory loss. Yes, I have. Yeah, and why do you think it's important for you to talk about memory loss to people? Well, so that other people, if they have memory loss, are more comfortable with it. Because uh, I am comfortable with my memory loss as long as... Um, 
as long as I get an opportunity to tell people that I that I've uh, gone through this uh, concussion thing and and I've had several or almost many concussions when I was playing sports and football and uh, that's because I was fine going into university and I know my memory was good coming out of um, high school but that's when I really started playing football in earnest and and uh, that's when my memory started deteriorating because I simply wanted to be a good football player. Now that you're older, you can look back and realize that playing football as much as you did did result um, in problems with your memory. <coughs> but at the time, of course, I don't think that you felt you had memory loss. I didn't relate it. No, to, you didn't to relate football, it to the no. football. So I'm just thinking, when did you start to recognize that it was a bit of a problem, and did you keep it a secret for a while? Certainly, that, as your wife, I don't recall any discussion of memory loss in the early days of our marriage, no, and, and certainly not till yeah. you retired, really. Yeah, well, you I know. wanted to hang on to you as a wife. I didn't want you walking away. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway. No, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't remember, you know, as far as a, an age, but it would be when I was entering and into uh, my B.A., not not seriously, but I just thought it was kind of funny. But anyway, it wasn't serious. But um, but when I went into law school and um, and entered law school, and I I knew it was happening to me then, and I wasn't sure why. But but the football coach, for instance, at uh, Dalhousie. Every time I made a tackle or a hard tackle or whatever, that's and I played defensive linebacker. He would he would get me off the team and he would look me in the eyes and say, "How are you?" I thought that's a funny thing to do, but that's what he'd do. He'd grab me by the shoulders and give me a little shake and say, "How are you?" And this happened, and I'd say, "I'm fine. What's the matter with you?" <laughs> I mean, why are you doing this to me? But he, I guess he, he could recognize that, that maybe I was hitting the line a little bit too hard. Yes, yes. I think you, you're remembering a lot of those um, details now that, you know, at the age that you are, you didn't, recognize didn't that you have memory loss. That's no. right. No. For a long time. No, I didn't. No. When it started becoming obvious... Then I would sit. I would say that well, you know, I got knocked on the head too often, and I, and I, I told people that. And, okay. And I'm I'm not ashamed of it. I'm just uh, thinking, boy, that was a stupid way to way to go to university and get your head knocked off. So one of the things that. Um uh, Brian and I like to try to do every day, or at least every second day, is to practice our songs for the Vim Choir. And the choir practices are by Zoom on Wednesday afternoons. And um, so we're just going to try and practice a couple of songs today. For usually, the first time. usually, yeah, summer, <laughs> well, maybe not the first time. So, anyway, um, 
we'll just maybe get going with one of them and see how it goes. We are now being able to practice with video, singing the baritone part. That's what we listen to and try to join in with. So just let me try to find it here on the um, computer where, whoops, that's, oh, that's it. Lean on me. Okay. feel that COVID has affected things for for us as a couple and maybe for you as a person, I don't know. Would you say yes. that COVID's made a difference? Yes, or? it has. We uh, Well, I've, I've always been um, saying with choirs pretty well all my life, and as have you, Martin. <clears throat> but uh, it's a little different playing with the, with the, the zoo. zoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And But yeah. anyway, it's very, very, very good for me and uh, it helps me out just the same way riding a bicycle helps me out with my brain right right I think that um, I'll just pick up on that a little bit uh, for me I don't think COVID has made a huge difference in our lives we've still been able to get out and go for walks and life is not that much different um, but the big difference uh, as Brian mentioned is are singing with a choir. It's not the same on Zoom as when you're actually sitting side by side with people who are singing the same part that you are. So that's been uh, the most difficult thing, I think, for us. Okay, we're gonna do some warm-ups. The exercise, we've done it before, it goes zing 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 Okay, let's try that. Let's go down a little bit. Zingy. So, e e o zingy. We'll do it a few times so we get used to it. for me as the caregiver is certainly the fact that I've been at home so much more and I think that um, it's really helped me um, accept uh, Brian's diagnosis of dementia and be able to um, support him more and to learn to understand and appreciate the struggles that he has just by being here and our life slowing down a bit and um, 
So COVID's had its and silver linings for sure. We go over a number of uh, songs and we uh, every morning. Yeah, we do a lot of singing together, so that's been great. So, what do you do? You have anything to add, Kathy, at all, or uh... about COVID? Well, I think in some ways it's been a good thing for Dad because Mom is home more, as she mentioned. So, from that point of view, um, I think it has been good. Keeps, keeps me out of the pub. Yeah, keeps Dad out of the pub. Now, Mom always knows where he is because she's around. Without the Dad's bike. And his best friend Che and uh, and his ukulele, he he wouldn't have nearly as much to fill his days. He seems to be busy with the three of them. Remember me Jim, when you come into my kingdom, Jesus. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. What would you say makes you feel strong? Now, with your memory loss, what what helps you? For instance, um, when you know days when you maybe your speech doesn't seem as strong, what um, what do you like to do instead of talking? What? Oh, I I love um, riding my bike. My bike. And, yeah, yeah. And uh, and I have to make decisions and and but on the bike, you know and. Uh, you have to and, be thinking all the time you're riding and well, focusing. Well, you, you, you don't, it's mean? not called thinking, it's just reacting. Reacting, and, and, yeah. And that was really good for me. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, because I enjoyed that reacting. I didn't have to yeah. say, oh, oh, maybe I've got to move, um, to turn my, my head, or not my head, but my wheel, my front wheel, I've got to turn it to the left in order that I can... Yeah. keep my balance and you don't do that that just yeah. comes up yeah. automatically and so it uh, I think that really helped me the yeah. bicycle I've um, rode a bike you know or a tricycle or a bike or whatever it is all my life I ride the bike every day on one or two occasions I go and get uh, groceries sometimes not not huge groceries but uh, it's, it's helpful so, so, so you you haven't driven for maybe about five or six years now. So the bike has just been wonderful for you to keep your independence and get out on your own and uh, get fresh air, but also helping out with getting the groceries, as you say. Yeah. No, I I, I agree with my wife. It, it gives me a a good thing to do, and it's a good exercise. And, Do you have any advice for somebody that has dementia? What would you say to them? Well, I would, <clears throat> I would say that having dementia is not that difficult, and and uh, I, I fill up my time with um, with my uh, banjo and or banjo ukulele, and riding the bicycle, and keeping as busy as I want to keep to. And uh, I'm feeling really good about that because I'm, I'm not, I don't know, I've run out of words. So basically, it sounds like you feel that people with dementia just should 
find something that they like doing and do it, which is what you do. Yes, and I think they should find things that really interest them and do those things. How do you feel when you sing? I feel good uh, when I'm singing. If I sing what I sang when I was a little kid, I sang over CBC in Christmas morning one time. My mother, uh, she uh, was proud of my singing. She wasn't uh, at all proud of my football. She, she preferred you sing than play oh, football. Yes, yes, she didn't <laughs> like it at all. I sang Pontus Angelicus for about six different uh, other churches. And yes, I, I like loved you, doing you that. loved singing Pontus Angelicus. In yeah. fact, I often hear you singing that. Play it on your um, your banjo. Okay, ready? Now you go ahead. Okay. Wait a minute. Angelicus, fit panis hominum, dat panis celicus, figuris terminum, ores mirabilis, mandu dominum, Marky and Brian are back to singing in person with their favorite choir, Voices in Motion. This podcast series was produced by Jenny Shine. Sound design by David Parfit. Executive producer, Suzanne Ahern. And I'm Deborah Sheets, Professor of Nursing and Research Affiliate with the Institute on Aging and Lifelong Health at the University of Victoria. Caregiving is hard, even though it brings joy and meaning. We hope this podcast gives you a deeper appreciation for family caregivers. Thanks to other members of the podcast team, our research assistants, Ruth Campen, Cindy McDowell, Maddie Cervantes, and Chanel Mundell. And thanks to the Voices in Motion Choir in Victoria. To see photos, read storyteller bios, and access episode transcriptions, go to our website at calltomindpodcast.com. And for more resources and supports, go to alzheimer.ca. This podcast series was made possible by the University of Victoria with funding from the Social Sciences and Humanities Research Council, the Alzheimer Society of Canada, the Alzheimer Society of BC, and Michael Smith Health Research BC. 